You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. State your name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to connect you. Johnny. That's a first for me, actually. I thought I was going to get, like, a ring. See if he answers. Hello. What's up, Chris? How are you, brother? Good, Johnny. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How is your uh, Wednesday going so far? Wednesday's great. I just got home from the gym, did a little workout, and uh, now, now I'm talking to you. It's, it's going fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing great, man. Uh, as you said, I'm talking to you, so it can't be that bad of a day so far. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> so the episode dropped on Monday, the the audio, and then we did the the, the premiere, uh, the YouTube premiere. Mm-hmm. Uh, just wanted to follow up with you because we we filmed this uh, what like almost two months ago now. You were you were actually my first filmed guest for season four of Drinks with Johnny. No kidding. That's off. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I want to. Cool. Yeah, like as I said, I wanted to follow up with you and see, uh, you know, first of all, what has been, have you, have you, or have you had a chance to listen to or watch the uh, the episode that you were featured in yet? And if so, what'd you think? Um, I watched some snippets. I thought it was put together uh, very well, and I also noticed um, that my Instagram followers went up. So <laughs> people. <laughs> people tuned in it's uh it's cool to uh it's cool to be noticed thank you yeah i did well of course and then thanks for being on the show i mean uh it's it is cool to be noticed and it, it, people are still finding it as i said it just it just uh dropped this week so if you haven't already and for whatever reason you missed it um on the drinks with johnny youtube channel or to your subscription right here on the podcast make sure you go check out that episode this is just the callback, obviously. And uh, have you heard from any friends or family? Has anyone reached out to you or fans, uh, new fans, or anybody been like, "Hey, found you on here," or, or, or listened to that episode and had you know this to say? It was either great or it sucked, you know. No, I have. Uh, you know, the for my podcast, I have a Facebook group, and we got almost four thousand members in there. And a couple people have posted, and, and then the you know the comments flowed after that. So people have definitely heard it, and. Uh, it was it was really cool, and a lot of people uh, have said, oh, "Man, you, you got to get together with Avenge and do a tour," you know. So I, I heard some of that. So people people seem really excited. 
Yeah, man. I mean, I I've thoroughly enjoyed the episode. It's it's fun for me to go back and uh, and listen while I'm adding that background music. As I told you, we were texting back and forth and stuff, and really listen to the chat. Because as soon as I'm done with the chat, I usually just send it off. And like like I said, we filmed this in January, so I was like, I hadn't heard it in a month or at least uh, you know a month and a half. And going back and listening to the actual com- actual conversation, I was like, "Oh yeah, we did talk about that. That was that was pretty <laughs> rad." You know, <laughs> I especially like the parts where we were talking about uh, the warp tours, and I think we got we got it crossed a little bit. The first warp tour Avenged was on was in two thousand two, and it was with the rest of the guys. And then the, the following summer is when I had just joined the band, and we were we were promoting Waking the Fallen for the very first time in the summer of 2003. And I believe that was the first time we were on Warp, to, Warp Tour together. That was. I think I said 2001. But yeah, yeah. it was it was, it, it was 03. You're right, because it was the Waking the Fallen record. and, and so, I, so, so you were there. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, I was absolutely there. And uh, I, I remember, uh, I mean, for me, that was... Uh, you know, a very big moment in, uh, in my life is the first real kind of festival touring or anything like that, that I had ever done. Um, and, uh, I hold that summer very dear to my heart as, uh, as I think a lot of the fans who, who went out to, to those, uh, shows would as well. Yeah. You know, I think I, I can't recall if I mentioned your episode. I, you know, I was talking, I had, I had Mark uh, Hoppus from Blink on my, on my show, uh, at one point and, and I, I had asked him, I said, you know, if, if you could go back, is there anything you'd change and, and do different with your career? I ask that sometimes to people. And he said, man, there's nothing I'd really change except I, I wish I could uh, go back and, and, and try to slow down and soak it all in a little bit more. And that tour in particular that you're talking about, the 03 World Tour, man, it just, I, I, it's, it's a blur because it seems like it just all happened so fast and it was so exciting and there was just a lot of firsts, you know, that happened and, and uh I wish I could go back. I agree with Mark. Go back and soak it in. <laughs> I don't know if that'd be possible to even slow it down, but no, uh, it was crazy. You don't slow down a warp tour. That that thing's at, that thing's at lightning speed the whole time. You know that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I know. I guess it's just more so. Not even that. Just going back as a younger man and, and oh, being right. able to try to. In, you know, because you, you, you get all of a sudden 20 years goes by, you're like, where the hell did the time go? You know, it's unreal. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I said, that was like one of my first tours. So it has been like, you know, it's coming up on 20 years uh, since I joined the band. Uh, well, this year would be 2022. So at the end of this year, it'd be officially 20 years. And then that was my first big tour. Um, well, congr- uh, congratulations. Man. You, and man. Not a lot of us make it this long in this crazy business, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> That's very true, man. I, I wanted to... Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like. As you were just talking about Warp Tour, and I was trying to remember that first show, was there was that one of the years? And I might be mixing up the years, but we always go to Boise, Idaho, at that uh, at that same venue, or we used to anyway. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, it might have been that year, but it might have been a different one where there was like a, like just like a thunder or like basically like a tornado warning had come through, and it was taking all of our merch tents like all all over the place. Were, were yeah, that, that one in Boise. That- I, 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 yes, that happened in Boise. It also happened, I believe, 
I believe it happened in Denver, that tour as well. Um, but yeah, I, I remember that day in Boise very well. AFI was on the tour. I'm sitting outside. I look over and I'm I, Davey's like with one arm trying to hold his tent from blowing away. And I, I, I we ended up getting it underneath his bus. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that, you know, going back to how fast everything happened out there, that warp tour is just unpredictable. It's, it's one of those festival tours every day you're in a new place. You never know what the hell is going to happen. Yeah, man. <laughs> so much fun. Though. I mean, that's just wild to think about all, you know, for, for fans of the, of, of our bands and, and, uh, some of the other ones that were on warp tour to be listening to this right now and going like, I could actually picture Davey Havoc, uh, holding down his merch tent, you know, like, <laughs> <with> one arm. <laughs> I was like, you, you know, it, it, it's kind of funny to, to take it off the stage. You know, some of your heroes off the stage, you're like, well, they're just, they are people trying to do their thing. And when, uh, when mother nature gets in the way, they, <laughs> we're all the same. <laughs> Oh man, I'll never forget. I, I came around the corner. It was one of our first warp tours. This was in the '90s, and there's you know, Bad Religion's like the 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 sets the bar for me for like punk rock. They were my band growing up, mm -hmm. and uh, I turned a corner, and, and there's Greg Graffin in his tent in short, uh, like ba like a bathing suit, no no shirt on, with his feet up with like flip flops, and he's reading a book, and I'm just like, is this really happening? And you know, like to to your point, like we're just we're all just you know people. Yeah. But you you hold you hold your heroes on some pedestal, and then it, it, the warp tour can really bring that down a notch. <laughs> Absolutely, and in such a beautiful way, though, too, because that's the element that we got from doing those warp tours. Everyone's in it together. It's like a traveling camp circus, you know. Like it's like everyone's just kind of you're you're kind of any downtime you have, you kind of like on vacation a little bit because you're just in a new place, you know, and you're you're outside your your van or your bus and. Uh, you know, maybe sharing a couple beers, or maybe just uh, just sharing some some laughs with some of the other bands that you know. Bef before you're on that tour, you you don't really know them. You never met them before. You pass and maybe may have never crossed, but you're a big fan, and here you are chuckling it up with some of your heroes. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, we I know we had talked a lot, and we're talking about it again. Talked a lot about the tour when when we had our conversation, the Warp Tour, mm -hmm. and. Uh, you know, there, it, like anything in life, it has its detractors. Oh, I don't like the Warped Tour, or they change this and that. But I'll tell you, the Warped Tour became like uh, something to look forward to for so many people. I can't tell you how many fans came up to me. And I, and I would say, hey, man, you know, we'd be at the merch booth signing autographs. Or I'd say, hey, you know, come check us out next time where we roll through St. Louis or whatever. And they, they would look at me with all the, inno the innocence in the world in their eyes, and they'd say, um, yeah, I don't really go to concerts. I, uh, the only thing I come to is Warp Tour. I, I see, I see all the bands I need to see in one day, basically. You know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, I guess pretty that's pretty powerful. It really is. Yeah, that's 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 a that's a key point right there. Is the, a lot of bands get discovered, a lot of bands get seen for the first time, and maybe maybe the only time until the next summer. You know, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, a lot has happened uh, outside of the the touring life for for you. I saw that I was excited. Uh, to talk to you about for like the Krista makes a podcast. Um, I know that one of the things that I was really excited to ask you about is that it looks like you had Tim Heidecker on the show. Ah, uh, yes, we did. So I'm <laughs> really curious. Yeah. I haven't listened. I haven't listened to the episode yet. I apologize. I plan on it. I'm, I am a huge Tim and yeah. Eric fan. Um, mm -hmm. that, that Tim and Eric's billion, uh, billion dollar movie was like, Seriously, it was a staple. Well, like every night while we were recording the Hail to the King record, and we were staying in a house together. Oh. And I love. I'm just such a huge fan of Tim and Eric. Um, but I'm, I had such a question though that I wanted to ask you before I even listened to it. You know, your your podcast format, your your theme to it is to go back and talk to 
different artists about their uh, their you know their songs in a moment of time and really take a deep dive on one of their hit songs or one of their hit moments for the most part. I, I, how does Tim Heidecker fit in that format? Right. So uh, the producer of my show, Chris Cephalius, he a uh, huge Tim Heidecker fan, and he. He calls me one day and he says, hey, we got a chance of having Tim Heidecker on the show. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. And he's like, he has a music career, but he's so known for comedy. And he does do music that's kind of jokey, but uh, he, he also does music that's just like very real and honest. And he, he, he sent me a link to a couple of the songs and it's just like, it's like the Eagles, Crosby, Stills and Nash and Flew, it's influence 70s like like rock and really? it's really it's really really good and it was funny because like reading the youtube comments and stuff of people it's like man i was listening to this song and i'm waiting at any moment for him to jump into character and for it to take a left turn and it never does and when i got tim on the uh, on the episode we started talking uh, about uh, fear of death is the, is the name of the track and it's a really really cool song and we started talking about it and he was just you know uh, never broke into his comedic thing. He, I think that, um, I really think Johnny that he doesn't have many people that want to talk to him about his music. Um, and, and if they do, it always turns into, Hey, when's your next movie or when's your, what's up with Tim and Eric or, you know, something that relates sure. back to his comedy. Yeah. And, uh, he was really into it and he was, he was, he was a great guest and the episode's really good. Oh, I can't wait to listen to it, man. Cause, uh, yeah, I haven't heard much of his music. Now I'm going to have to listen to his music too. When, I, when I go listen to that podcast, I had, I had no idea. That's why I was like, I was like, what did they talk about? Like, I didn't know he had a music career at all. And I was like, are they talking to, I, 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 I gotta, I gotta listen to it. But before I do, I gotta ask Chris, cause I just want to like, I, I, you know, I could go in and, and get like the, the, the surprise factor, but I was like, no, nah, I, I'm more, I'm interested in how that came about before I listened to it, you know? Yeah, and I think that, you know, maybe if he had a little more time to nurture his musical career that, that you know, and he does pretty well. Like, he goes and plays in New York. He does, like, Ir Irving Plaza, and, and uh, you know, I know his, his name will sell it out, and I'm sure people think that they might be getting a few jokes thrown in there, but there's, there, there's nothing joking about it. Uh, I even mentioned to him in the episode, you know, usually when uh, comedians strike out on their own for a musical career, it turns into, you know, Dice Clay or Adam Sandler or, you know, it, it ends up being you know, part of their uh, comedy reach. It's, it's, it's comedic music. It's funny songs. And, uh, that's not, that's not the case with Tim. It's, uh, it's, you know, for lack of a better term, it's serious music and it's really good. Oh, I can't wait to hear it, but he, you mentioned Sandler there too. Did, Sandler actually did have, uh, a, a, a serious one or two albums that he put out too. I don't know if you ever heard those that weren't the, uh, that was just his music. And it was, it was, uh, as you said, to put it uh, in easy terms, serious, you know, Oh, okay. I did. I, I didn't know that, and now I'll go check that out. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm check always, it out. It's kind of like, if I remember correctly, it's kind of it's kind of a uh, either like like little easier rock with like just and then even like some folky stuff like on an acoustic guitar. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool to well, see people said, you know, uh, in different worlds like that. Like when you're a kid, seeing your teacher at at school is like uh like like seeing a dog walk on its hind legs. You know, it's like oh, this is different. <laughs> Yeah, and no, I think a lot of uh, there's a lot of crossover. I think a lot of comedians want to be musicians, and I think a lot of frontmen of bands want to uh, be poor man's comedians, a la Fat Mike and and myself. You know, I uh, always trying to make make jokes, and uh, sometimes they go over, uh, you know, uh, okay, and sometimes they go over like a lead balloon. But uh, yeah, Tim, Tim, Tim was awesome. 
Dude, I'm so excited. You, you, throw, you throw yourself out there like a, like a second-rate comedian there, but uh, you, you had me laughing a little bit there. I, you know, I, I, I tried to do that, too. I think even on my personal Instagram when I, when I started it, you know, a while back, and I, I just put in, like, uh, uh, what was it, comic relief for Avenged Sevenfold. I, I, I yeah. tried to be pretty jokey, too. And then, um, and then being, doing this podcast, being around real comedians, I, I realized, like, how not funny I am. But uh, I, still, I still try. <laughs> No, and I, I'll, I'll be real honest with you. You know, when I'm up there with my band, uh, I can afford to be be a little silly because I always got my band backing me. But there, to, to me, there's nothing more frightening. Could you imagine walking out for an hour and trying to entertain a crowd as a stand-up with, with no net? Uh, that, that, that's, that's a talent. <laughs> well, actually, I wanted to ask you how this live podcasting went that you did uh, uh, well, since we recorded and now that the episode has been out. I saw that you posted you did some live podcasting. That's kind of I mean, no, it's not the same as a comedian, but it is just you. You're not you're not behind the guitar at this point. You don't have the band or the guitar, as you said, yeah. to like back you up here. It's just you. And uh, I, I actually don't even know. Maybe you can fill me on on what the what it entailed did you have a guest on or was it just you and you and the crowd or what, what was it and how'd it go yeah so it hasn't happened yet it's happening oh, uh, on set no no it's fine it's happening on saturday i think we we may have touched on it in our yeah i think we did in our, in our episode mm -hmm. um it comes out uh saturday april uh or it comes out it's <laughs> we're gonna be in uh philadelphia pennsylvania saturday april 16th at the world cafe uh, the show is with um, Dan Campbell uh, from The Wonder Years, and we're going to br break down a song called Came Out Swinging uh, from The Wonder Years. So, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a live audience, just uh, basically me and Dan. Uh, the audience will come in, and um, again, we haven't done one yet, but the basic idea is the audience will come in, and, and uh, my producer of the show will come out. and uh, There'll be an hour from doors till, till uh, the show starts. Chris will come out and... Uh, uh, greet everybody, warm everybody up for about five minutes. He'll introduce me as the host. I'll come out and, and, uh, I'll do my, my little thing for, for 15, 20 minutes, uh, kind of tell my story, uh, tell some funny lesson, Jake, and maybe tour stories. And then I'll, uh, introduce that, uh, evening's featured guest, which would be Dan. Dan will come out and we'll break down the song just like we do on the podcast. And, uh, my producer will be behind the scenes, uh, with all the song clips to raise up when I'm talking about certain parts. And then at the very end, uh, we're going to do a, a question and answer with the audience uh, for about 15, 20 minutes. And then Dan's going to play three or four acoustic songs. And then uh, I'll go out to the merch booth and say hello to people, COVID uh, permitting. Wow, man. That sounds like a great event. I'm, I'm glad. It sounds like you really thought it through. I know we, we barely touched upon it before, and I think at that time, uh, you know, it was still four months out, basically. We did mid middle of yeah. January, and then, as you said, yeah, April 16th. Are, are tickets on sale now, then? Tickets are on sale. Yep. Yep. They are on sale. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be our, our first one and, and, and we're looking, looking forward to it. Dan's from Philadelphia. So that's, that's kind of the idea with these is to go where the, I'll fly to where the artist is. I don't want the artist to have to, you know, just basically, uh, you know, get in their car and go a couple minutes down the road to a venue in their hometown and, uh, and, and do the show. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one -on -one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. 
That's a that's a brilliant idea. I love that. And, and, and to me, that obviously comes from uh, you being on the other side of that coin uh, before you were doing the podcast, you know, make it easy on, on the guests and come to them, you know, I think. And, and you know, they're, I imagine most of them are pretty much local heroes to a lot of the communities that they're that they're still living in. So it, it, it makes a lot yeah. of sense, right? Yeah, it does. You know, uh, I know when I'm off the road, last thing I want to do is, is, is go have to go somewhere to, to play or do something like this. Uh, when I'm off, I'm off, uh, typically. And uh, so, yeah, it makes it easy on the artist. And uh, yeah, and that's the other thing. I'm, I'm kind of capitalizing on where they're from. That helps with ticket sales. So there's been, been a little thought put into this. Yeah, obviously. And this, this is going to be the first one, right? This will be the first one. Yeah, it's kind of the, the guinea pig. You know, there's really, you know, there has been some podcasts that went out in the live foray, but for the most right. part, this is kind of like a, this is kind of like an uh, un, unproven, unseen concept. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it's, uh, we'll see how it's received. Oh, I'm sure it's going to do great. I mean, the, the format you just laid out uh, will fit right into what you're already doing. And it was really funny to hear you say it's coming out on April 16th because it, it's obvious <laughs> that you've gotten really comfortable with podcasting <laughs> when you're saying it's coming out then. It's coming out this. It's not, you, you've made the transition from, from talking about when you're going to be playing to that. It's, 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 pretty, it's pretty fun to hear. Exactly. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, well, I've been, been at this now for about two years. How, how about yourself? About, about the same? Uh, what about the drinks with Johnny? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been about, uh, a little over two years. I, I think I started in like 2019. Oh. Okay. Because I noticed you're on your 98th episode. I'm on, I'm, I'm on my 93rd. So yeah. <laughs> well, I started crazy. when I started, I was, it was way more, uh, sparse how we were releasing episodes. Like the first season was more of a web series and we weren't, I, I didn't even do podcasting, but I, I released the full audio later as, uh, as a podcast after I had already started filming for a YouTube thing, we were trying to make him 20 oh, minutes. Okay. Didn't work out too well. And we were doing it more sparse. I didn't, I, I didn't wrap my head around the idea that you want to be consistent. You want to be weekly with these things. I hadn't learned that yet in the first season. It wasn't until season two that we really started to try and do weekly ones. And then even then I still take off uh, time between November and, and January uh, every year and, and bank do more seasons you know i find i don't really enjoy talking too much when i've already got a bunch of family shit going on in the hall and the holidays gotcha. so i let everyone have a break and then i'm like and then we ramp it back up at, after the new year and that's why we you and i started recording in january at that that same to, to that same gotcha. point yeah well i've been my producer of my show he, he knew all about podcast. i didn't know a darn thing about podcasting when i got into this i i, I mean yeah. I've never really listened to podcasts. I, I minus like if someone put a hey check this link out. There's a you know I'd listen to it for a little bit, but now I listen to a bunch of them. Uh, it, it's kind of become uh, <laughs> become a, a really cool uh, piece of my life. Well, well let, let me ask you uh, one last cu uh, couple of things here. Then uh, that's not that's not a turn by the way. One last couple of things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what what are uh, some of your favorite podcasts you're listening to right now? Well, mostly music. I mean, like I, I, I actually have checked out some, some drinks with Johnny. But I listened to the Fat Mike. Uh, his I don't know if you've seen his podcast, but uh, oh yeah, we talked uh, about he, it. Did you? Did you? Uh, that, that was one of the things we ended on uh, during our our chat in January. Uh, did you reach out to him? Are you going to be on uh, Fat Mike's Fat Mike? Um, I hope so. I have I haven't reached out to him yet, but I, I like the, I saw his episode with Greg Hessen. It made me. Uh, Made me chuckle many, many, many times. So oh, that nice, uh, nice. there's a guy, there's, there's a guy named Chuck Shoot that does a music podcast. Uh, it's, it's, it's really cool. I've been on his show, and uh, also uh, Mitch Lafon. Um, 
he's up in Canada. I've been uh, listening to Mitch's show. So um, it's funny. Like, I've heard of these guys before, but I never really, really uh, dove in. And now that I'm kind of part of it, it's kind of cool, too, to, you know, not to compare yourself with others, but kind of see what other people are doing. You know, sometimes you can get some ideas. Absolutely. I, I, I definitely... I definitely agree. Anytime I got a guest like yourself that's, that has his own podcast as well, I definitely enjoy getting into it and uh, learning some things. I definitely learned some stuff from you. You've you've come a, a great long way in a short time doing your podcast, and, and I just want to congratulate congratulate you on that. Oh man, that really means a lot. And uh, I, I I gotta say it again. I couldn't do it without my partner. Um, he him and I are. Uh, uh, a team here with the with the podcast, Chris Casalias. He's also the producer of the show. He's uh, the really the driving force, man. He uh, he's so on top of it, and we work really well together. And uh, he's uh, it's a great working relationship. We've never had a crossword yet uh, in two years. It's very it's very matter of fact. He, he he lays it out like it is. Like I don't like when you do that, or I don't like when you say that. You should try this, and, and it's been really good because uh, you know you can get complacent. I know as a musician, I can get complacent. It's kind of like. A, when you got that producer that wants to push you in the studio to get that performance, that's uh, that's what Chris does on this side for me. It's, it really works out well. Oh, that's fantastic, man! Well, thanks to you, uh, thanks to you for uh, taking the call on on this day, and uh, hope to talk to you soon, catch up, and uh, maybe we'll see each other in, in person sometime soon. Absolutely, Johnny. Thank you so much, my friend. Appreciate right, it. I'll talk to you later, Chris. Late. All right, bye. Bye. So that's going to do it for today's Thirsty Thursday episode. Thanks for tuning in again. Thanks for Chris for taking the call. That was a lot of fun following back up with them. I wish I had uh, realized that his live podcast is until next month, but that makes it good for you guys because now if you're interested in, and in the area of Philadelphia, you can go make sure to get the Krista Makes a Podcast tickets for his first live show. Um, you guys just heard a little bit about that. Um, might have to do some of those for uh, Drinks with Johnny at some point. We'll, we'll see. But uh, I want to just say thanks again f- to all of you guys, all you filthy animals, our filthy animal members. A special thanks to you guys. We'll be seeing you on the Discord in the next couple of weeks. We're going to be doing our live monthly chat. And this, this week we're going to do a little uh, St. Paddy's Day hang. And uh, we got something really, really special in store for all those filthy animals. So I want to thank you guys. And until next time, as always, cheers. The rise and fall of one of the most iconic radio stations in America. Profiles, The Wrath of the Buzzard, P-R-O-H Files. Subscribe now wherever you get podcasts. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little little taste of it, right down to the shaking microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick. And usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work. But we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love, want to love, or hate. 
Yeah, imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that that uh, has impacted your life, uh, and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week. So triangulate your speakers. Think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot, and listen to Axe Grind podcast. <laughs>